Hello, and welcome back to another edition of Thunder Talk. We are here on Off the Wagon, yet again, talking about some off-season stuff. Uh, it's free agency. It's a, it's a free agency pod, guys. Uh, let's let's get this thing going. So, uh, as usual, we got Jameson Maxwell. Uh, Jameson, welcome back. Thank you very much. And uh, Ford Brandon, who you have you having a good time today? You have it. Having... <laughs> what up? What up? I, this We're is doing like, good. This is great because I, I know there's a lot of conversation about is the whole NBA. Oh, this league. Look at all the craziness going on with free agency. The conversation about is that too bad for the league? I don't care. I love this stuff. So, uh, I'm I'm pumped. I'm pumped to talk some free agency yeah. with you boys. The I, NBA I has le- yeah. The NBA has made like the off season just as exciting as the regular season and playoffs, and I love it. I'm all here for it. it it's so it's so easy to have so much fun with this, especially with all the technology at our hands. Uh, just the trade machine has been down. It doesn't show contracts. This whole past couple days, I've been waiting on it to work. And I'm like, okay, it might be a different browser. I don't know what to do with myself mm-hmm. right now. There's so many Adams trades out here that I can't go test if they're going to work. Exactly. And that's yeah. and that's honestly been the biggest talk around uh, Thunder fans. Probably not just with this week, but, you know, even going back as far as, you know, draft night, people talking about Adams. Um, so let's just get right to it with, with, uh, with our Thunder segment. Um, so... Steven Adams, possible trade here. Let's get in a little in depth here. Um, would you let, let's just start on the surface level. Would you guys like to see a Steven Adams trade? If it was for the right package, then yes. But that right package, there's only very few of those. Um, so on most likely, no. I think Adams is Adams is strangely underrated, but at the same time overpaid. So it's for me, it's really hard to get a really good read on it. But I think he does a lot for this team that really goes unnoticed. I think he's a great player. I think he can obviously improve on a lot of things, mainly his offensive game and getting a reliable jump shot of some sort. But, you know, at the same time, he is overpaid. So if the right trade happened, then, like, we're obviously we get a, a considerable amount of, like, I guess – maybe like a first with it, plus like a couple established veterans, maybe a young guy or two. I mean, I don't know. I hadn't, I mean, we'll go over the, the, the different type of trades and the, the possible scenarios, but in all, in all likelihood, no, I wouldn't like it. But if it was the right trade, yeah. I yeah, mean, I mean, we're not going to get a first rounder for him. I think if we're trading Adams, this is a, I think he's 25 years old. He's a staple in who the Thunder are and what we believe our future is. And it's sad that he got caught up into a $25 million contract because he could be a really, really valuable person on this team going forward. But he is the name that we're getting thrown around a lot whenever you see Boston Celtics and Sacramento. I think you said it perfect, Ford. He's overpaid, but he's extremely underrated. And hopefully we can find a team that's kind of sold on that narrative, whether that be Boston or Sacramento. Um, and hopefully get a good haul for that. Because if we don't get a good haul, like the rumor said, like don't do it, it. Yeah, yeah, it came out that whenever we were trying to trade with Sacramento, they um, our asking price was too high, and that kind of made me feel good. Even though I'm kind of excited and wanting to see a trade, I don't know if that's just me being selfish and being the off season, but we have a high asking price for Steven at least, and we're not just giving him up just to shed salary. For yeah, sure. but deservedly so. I mean, he's a big-time player. 
And that's why I'm kind of skeptical on trading him anyways, because he's so vital to our team so many different ways. Uh, uh, yeah, of course. I mean, he is a pivotal part of this team, especially his screen setting ability. Um, I think he's great in the pick and roll, which is very much not used nearly See? enough with the Thunder. Um, exactly. Yeah. yeah, but the I, the the bit like Jameson said, the biggest problem is that twenty five million dollar contract, and it's just it's it's taking up too much space and kind of leaving us pretty unflexible. Um, who's eating? Are you chewing ice I over mean, there, Ford? Yeah, I was chewing some ice. <laughs> Ford, do not. Do, do, do. We are we are recording. Shit, I don't know. Dude, some I don't know how like, strong the audio is. Three star man over there. It, I mean, all right, fine, fine. I have a bad habit at it. I'll stop. There, there, this, I, an apology, apology. I'm leaving this in. I'm leaving this in to shame people. <laughs> no, 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 no. This can be acceptable and can be praised if it is the correct kind of ice. What kind of ice is it, Ford? Is it? What do you mean, like type of ice? Like, <laughs> is like, it the small little tiny Sonic cubes, or is it the big? Oh old no, no, no! It's not like the little chewy Sonic ice. No, we're like the Johnny's oh, ice. No. no. That's no, it's 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 regular it's regular like cubed ice. Shame this. I don't know how. Shame, shame. Well, I don't get to choose what type of ice I have in my drink. Yeah, but I'm not going to be that bougie and request a certain type of ice. Yeah, like, but who the hell am I? Like, uh, <laughs> I, I'm just saying you had the you you chose to choose sub subpar ice. You chose just, to choose. Yeah, yeah you you chose to cho no you chose to chew really sh crappy ice. Yeah. I mean, you gotta be, you gotta be a, a connoisseur of the ice. Okay, so I've got some trade scenarios. Even though the trade machine has been down for Stephen Adams with the Kings and Boston as two teams. So first of all, Boston's been the biggest heavy topic because we Stephen Adams is on the radar of they're um, desperate. They're desperate. So the whole thing is just what I've been reading around. Um, and just what people are saying, it seems like they kind of want to bring in Kimba and pair him with Steven. And having Steven there or, like, having a plan to be there, kind of, like, on the phone, like Al Harford was with Kevin Durant, would entice him to come and take less money from Charlotte than go and then go to Boston, which makes sense. I think he would do – Steven Adams would do really well with a point guard like Kimba. Kimba really utilizes the pick and roll well as a very good mid-range jumper, and I think he'd be a great pairing for him. Yeah, I, I really do like that Boston. Um I, I really I really do like that Boston pairing for Adams. Um I I just think that it's it's Boston's in a tough position of they have probably too many good assets. So it's hard it's hard to find that right middle ground when you know, you got you got guys like Jalen Brown and um you know, I, I mean it, it it's hard for Presti to not step away from that table without thinking he could have gotten more yeah so yeah i i think it'll be it'll be really hard for them to find a middle ground i think it's a great spot for him i think the thunder can get some really uh really solid value from them especially if they can get um i mean especially if they can get marcus smart which would be fantastic i i've been a fan of him since uh college um, but I, let, I don't know. I, I'm not up. To, I'm not optimistic about this deal getting done. Let Would me that tell be you, like a Jalen Brown, Marcus Smart type okay. of deal. Okay. So let me. I, I work down the money. So essentially, whenever you're doing a trade, you know, I have to basically have to match the the salaries, but you can kind of have some wiggle room. Mm -hmm. The person we have a trade going, exception, right? Well, okay, but that's yeah. that's taking in money. The problem is since we're trading Stephen Adams, that's a twenty five, twenty six million dollar, and if you're wanting to take in Marcus Smart and Jalen Brown, that's 
I think, 18 and a half. So I think it has to be 125% times the lower number to make it match. So if you did 1.25 times 18 and a half, it's, or whatever their combine was, it's 23.125 million. So it's not going to match to where Marcus Smart and Jalen Brown for Steven Adams would not be plausible. It would either have to have a third team or another person to join the contract, which the only one who would make it match would be Jason Tatum, and that's not working. Yeah, so, exactly. So if you want to make a deal straight up with Boston, the only player that will give you a max, um, a matched contract would be Gordon Hayward, who's getting paid $33 million. And if we did that... No. <laughs> I know. I know. I'm just saying, if we're doing a straight-up trade with Boston, the scenario, the only thing that money works would be Hayward for Adams and Patrick Patterson. The Hayward thing is like... I mean... I. Ford, seriously, stop chewing that ice. I'm not chewing ice. Well, it's a crunchy noise. Not me. Is is it Douglas? No, I'm at my house. Douglas, no, I'm not. Douglas is asleep behind me. He is. I'm not. He is I'm not chewing ice. Okay. I'm not chewing I, any ice. I hear. I hear rustling. Anyways, and that's just you. That, I mean, I don't know if that's just me. Anyways, let's move that on. sounded like the most Russell Westbrook response that you just had there, Ford. <laughs> oh Next question. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Anyways, what, what was I, what, what was okay. I on? So um, Hayward for Adams yes, and that's Patrick right. Patterson. That's right. I feel like adding Hayward is almost like you're, you're going right back into that situation where you have a guy with a lot of money on the books that, I one, I don't think he's a good fit with the Thunder, and... Two, I don't know how effective he's going to be. Uh, well, the guy's not even close to what he was two years ago. I, why don't yeah. we take a while? We're just flipping contracts for a worse player. I saw someone on Twitter describe like, him as Kyle Singler with one leg. Okay. Which, which, was, which is an over... <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, obviously, <laughs> it's obviously an over-exaggeration, but still... Well, there's still no man bun. Kind of so. Yeah, yeah exactly. He's just, a, he's just a Republican version of Kyle Singler. Uh, anyways, <laughs> it, it, we're 12 but, minutes in and this pod's getting interesting. But anyways, the, go ahead. But the, the, the whole, the whole Hayward thing, people really going down on him. I, if I could buy stock in Hayward, I'd buy it now because he started to look a lot more confident near the end of the year. And it would make sense why Boston would want to trade him because the whole locker room reason for why Kyrie's mad that he's leaving and this kind of havoc that went on with Boston last season is because the whole... Gordon Hayward being the child of Brad Stevens, you know, from Butler and kind of getting preferential treatment. Now, as a Thunder fan, this is something that I would not do. This is an absolute no-go. Like you said, Mm -hmm. we're just getting another salary and a long one for more money for a guy we don't know for sure. We want to be giving Steven Adams' contract away for low-money guys that also save us some cap room to where we therefore can go out and sign a center to replace him and sign a, even a backup center too, you know, or if we don't get it in a trade. So um, it just doesn't make any sense for Hayward. It doesn't fill the roles in our team that we need. Um, and mm-hmm. I really wish the Smart and Brown trade would work because that would shed some money, and we'd also have enough room to go out and sign a center. Um, but unfortunately, the, the numbers don't work, and we'd have to bring in a, th- a third team. 
And the other team that I'm going to throw out another offer for y'all, the Kings trade. This is the one I think that was probably the one that was offered and the Kings denied it. But who knows, they could come back if free agency doesn't go their way and they can't find a good center this free agency and say, hey, we do want Steven Adams. How about Will, Willie Cauley-Stein is out of Sacramento, yes. right? He's he's yeah. done. He's pissed off with them. He's he's a restricted free agent, yeah. but I think, he, I think there's a mutual parting between the two. So Kings are on the lookout for centers. How about this? This is what I like. I would take this. Bogdan Bogdanovich, Bielitsa, and then you could add Yogi Ferrell if you wanted for Adams. Mm. I'm not I, feeling that one as much. No, no, I wouldn't do it. Bogdan's a good player, but the other two are so trash that I don't think I could. I could Bielitsa would play. He would be the guy that we wished for in Patterson. Mm. Bielitsa, I like Bielitsa. I, I, I'm not feeling it. I just think it's a bad sign when this when the Kings are like unwilling to part with Bogdan Bogdanovich, who I think's great. I think he's yeah. a great player, but I I think in terms of I would much rather have Adams than Bogdan, and I know the contracts yes. are what it is. But as a player, as a player, I think that Adams is head and shoulders above anything that Bogdan Bogdanovich okay. is. Okay, and, and I can say it any better. Yeah. Well, the the problem is y'all are looking at this wrong. Um. You're looking at it in the sense of I'm getting Nemanja Bjelica and Bogdan Bogdanovic only for Stephen Adams, but they make lesser. I think you save like ten or eight million dollars on this in um, cap room. Therefore, we could spend to go grab a guy like Wesley Matthews. Yeah, so, but that's those, banking. That's banking on us signing a free agent. Yeah, we don't know that for sure. Oklahoma City is not a big free agent destination. I don't think we're making a trade for Steven Adams unless we have stuff already lined up with free agents beforehand. Like, I don't think a trade for Steven Adams is happening until, like, if it did, until, like, July 3rd or something, you know? Yeah. And that's really the wonder of free agency is you can be talking to these guys. So you can really have some idea, some informed decision on it. Um, You don't have to just go off you know, half cocked and not really know what, what's going to happen, which I don't know. I, I think, I think the market for centers is interesting this year. Um, mainly in that there are so many teams who are hunting for free agents that need centers. So it's kind of hard to, I, I think that there's a high demand for them. So I think it's kind of a weird market for that. Okay. So what if, okay. So what if I told you this for about Bielitsa? Uh last year? Um, he shot 42%. I mean, this, okay, so this most recent year, he shot 40% from three. And the year before that, he shot 42% from three. That is exactly, exactly what we want in our stretch big coming off the bench that we've been asking for forever. He's he's 6'10". And then Bogdan Bogdanovich would be, you could put him at the two and put Ferguson on the bench. But either way, you've got a shooting coming off the bench with Ferguson or Bogdanovich. That fills two holes that we need, and then we just go out and sign a veteran center for a cheaper contract. And combined, Bogdanovich and Bielitz's contracts go up to about $17 million. And so therefore, we'd save about 8 to $9 million in cap room. What did you shoot from three? Who? Bogdanovich? Bielitz. No, Bielitz shot 40% from three. Oh, wow. And I, I can look up, I can look up Bogdanovich. Um, well, I know uh, I know Bogdanovich is a great player. Bog- He's a solid young guy. Bog- Bogdanovich shot uh, 36% from three. And, yes, and he's true. on an expiring, so the Kings would have an incentive if we could convince to take him away. If, say, they, so here's the thing is with the Kings. Their big future endgame 
is two years from now, whenever De'Aaron Fox and Harry Giles come on their contracts and they re-sign their young guys and then bring in like kind of like what you've seen with Brooklyn Nets happening right now. That's that's all of these bad teams' dream scenarios is to have their youth and then bring them in. So this whole uh, Bogdan having one year left, they don't. If I'm the Kings, you don't want to sign him and have his money on the books when you're going in trying to sign your big guys to new contracts. So giving him giving him up from now for something um, would be more fortuitous for them. Well, not only that, but essentially this trade would be a free agency signing of Steven Adams, which is a guy, I think if you just take all, just strip all the contracts from anyone in the league, if you're at that point where you have Fox and Giles and you want to sign a big time free agent, I think they would be thrilled to sign Steven Adams for 25 mil. Oh yeah. I, th- I at that yeah. point in time. So I think it's a deal that the Kings would, should explore making. Um, especially because you can get something for Bogdan Bogdanovich that you, if you let him walk in free agency, you get nothing. So I think what I think that's a bit, I think that would be a very beneficial thing for Sacramento. Yeah. One last thing. I know I've been talking a lot. I just want to say this. Another thing about that two year thing, Steven Adams um, deal has two years left on it. So that's another incentive for um, the Kings to go. Yeah. Um, Also thing about Bogdan Bogdanovich. He has a weird Twitter handle. I don't like it. It's leader of horde. I don't know what that means. Leader of what? Horde, H O R D E. Okay. Also, uh, big, it seems like a Lord things. of the Rings. No, uh, this is wrong. This is you're wrong. The Horde is a part of the clan of World of Warcraft. There's the alliance in the Horde. Aha! <laughs> <laughs> well, see, honestly, looking at this, I understand why Jameson wants this guy. He's a he's a solid shooter. He obviously likes World of Warcraft, and he's Serbian. So we get a Serbian back on the squad. My for the goodness, first time. I've, got a, I've got a Serbian jersey hanging up in my closet and just ready You've for been it. Been for the moment. Exactly. It's the. Uh, it, I mean, it's the heir apparent to Nainad right here. Yeah, but I, like, uh, tell me. Okay, so we'll go into this later in the pod, but we there are three biggest things I think we need if a Stephen Adams trade happens. We would need a center replacement plus another backup center, a wing shooter off the bench. And a better Patrick Patterson-esque role, correct? You fill those, two of those, in this trade. And giving up one plus extra salary cap to go out and do the rest. That gets okay. me excited. Well, let's say let's say we don't trade Steven Adams. Who would you want to sign in free agency? Open okay. that one up. So, so you're talking about if we don't trade Steven Adams at all. Like we yeah. just have... Everybody were running it back. Like we didn't trade Robertson. We didn't trade. Well, let, let, let's just say we. All right, let's say we get rid of uh, Patterson or Schroeder. Okay, so if we get Which rid, of I think are the two most likely. If we get rid of Patterson, we're going to be really struggling to get anybody. I think we're going to have to make a bigger move than that. I think if we if we're getting rid of Patterson, I think it's just going to be Schroeder, Robertson, or um, uh, Adams coming as well. But say like if we got rid of um, Robertson. We'd be looking for another wing because that's what we needed last season. What you, whenever you're saying, if we only get rid of Roberson, we're gonna say, what do we need last season? Because we never had Roberson. Well, you're gonna say Wesley Matthews. I know yes, you exactly, are. Wesley. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the guy Sam Presti talked about all in his post game, in his postseason press conference. You don't talk about guys not on your team that's a free agent that much. Obviously, the Thunder is locked on on that guy. What about Trevor Ariza? See, that's another great player. Um, I just yeah. don't know if he's, he's the guy I'd favor. 
if we can get him for the right price, if we can get him for an MLE, mm. I just don't know. I just feel like he's very highly coveted for um, his. He has had a rough couple years with Phoenix and Washington, but I still. But he think was only there one year. Okay, I guess one year. Okay, one year. But I, mm. what I'm saying is, I feel like two uh, two years ago, his reputation of what he did on the Rockets um, is still there, and I feel oh, like he was a key him. member. Yeah, yeah and I, feel, and I feel like it'll garner a high money, and we need to find guys that are effective, but still we can get it. One guy at the MLE and the other guys on vet minimum. I mean, he was getting paid 15 mil on that Phoenix deal. And then yeah. when you got traded to Washington. So I hope he's not expecting that this year unless he's going to Charlotte, you know. <laughs> yeah. if, if we don't, if we don't mm-hmm. make an Adams or a Schroeder trade, we need to be looking for guys that are four and a half, five million or less. And I don't exactly. know the reason is that. I, I think I really do like Matthews as a um, – as a target, I've liked him since, you know, honestly, since last year when we were talking in the free agency or not free agency, but around trade deadline, that's something that we talked about quite often. Um, again, I, if you could just convince him to uh, take that pay cut, I think, um, you know, I think that's a great yeah. option. Well, I saw a trade actually, um, I think it was yesterday. I mean, it was a mock trade, obviously, but it was since John Wall has his health issues, it would be Dennis Schroeder and a second-round pick to Washington for Jonathan Simmons and Dwight Howard. Would you all do it? Oh, oh my Jonathan God. Jonathan Simmons, no. you, you can cut Dwight Howard. We can sign somebody way better. Yeah, than- so you cut Dwight Howard and you keep Jonathan Simmons, and then you get Dennis Schroeder's contract off the books. Ooh, I don't like Jonathan Simmons anymore. I know Bobby does. What? I like. I, I love like, him. I, I still kind of yeah. like Jonathan Simmons. That's a, that's a that's a boat I'm or a ship I'm willing to sink with. I think he. I really do think he just landed in two kind of rough situations. Well, he with, signed with Orlando, so he knew what he was getting into. <laughs> well, he, yeah, yeah. Orlando, Orlando was a disaster, and then he came halfway into Philly that was. I mean, stocked, and there's no. I mean, honestly, did not have any room to play in. I I saw. Um, so I'm I'm still holding out for for a Simmons revival. I think he just needs the right type of team. Um, he was but, shooting 23 percent from three in Orlando. Oh, oh, that's bad. It is I, Orlando. I, I know. I don't know. That place is a pit of despair. Like <laughs> what? So you you don't know. My thing is, like, I know that he's probably done and kind of washed, but also, like, for some reason, my heart keeps saying that Jonathan Simmons is good. Well, so, how old is this guy? We don't need another wing that we think we can project his shooting into something better. We're doing that already with our guys. I, I, I can't explain this more. Like, I've been a big fan of saying, oh, we can get three and D guys and figure out the three on the side. We've done that so much to where our roster is so full of it that we can't have another guy like Jonathan Simmons. Well, well, wait, also I'll say this about Jonathan Simmons. I was really high on him last week because I thought he could be a buyout type of guy potentially. Um, but if but if he's like the main trade like piece in a in a Schroeder trade, I think that's ridiculous. I think that's probably mm-hmm. too much. But I, I would I would I understand very, that. If you could sign him for a vet's minimum and just be like, yeah, hey, I don't know, let's see what he can do. I'm all for it. I think that the um, with trading Schroeder, I think that we're yes we're getting off money, but I still think we can get at least a little bit from it, just a tiny tiny bit from it. So um, while while your scenario was a Jonathan Simmons, I'm just not sold on him as a person. 
I don't know. That might be just because I'm really, really have my heart on Bogdan Bogdanovich. And he's going to be like my favorite player if he ends up in this team. And so if we want that to happen, we just got to cheer for the Kings. Don't sign a center in free agency. And maybe it'll work. I'll say this about the Dennis Schroeder trade and potential Dennis Schroeder trades. This is a very, I feel like this is a pretty saturated point guard market, which is great for one end of like, hey, you know, we can sign a backup if we lose Schroeder. But also, I feel like some teams might be more hesitant to, you know, trade a lot for a bloated contract of Dennis Schroeder when you could get, like, let's say, like a Ricky Rubio for half the cost. Half the cost. Half the cost. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's completely worth it. Yeah, I'm I'm just, if if you're... if you're getting, you can get a very decent serviceable serviceable backup. That's not as good as Schroeder, but you don't have to pay him fifteen million dollars. I mean, there's a reason Atlanta wanted to get rid of this contract. Yeah, um, and we've kind of transformed him um, to make his contract more uh, higher stock than it was in Atlanta. So we did come out good from that, even though we are still trying to dump it. But if say if we did have a Schroeder trade, let's go throw out some names of point guards because you got me thinking. I'll throw out my favorite guy, and then actually I'm gonna say um, four guys, four guys, four point guards, and you guys are gonna tell me who my favorite is out of these that I want to sign: Patrick Beverly, Corey Joseph, T.J. McConnell, or Darren Collison. Patrick Beverly, Darren Collison. Patrick Beverly is gonna get his bag. We can't get him. He's too much money. Darren Collison, man, dude. Too much shot, money, really? He shot forty-one percent from three last year. Forty-seven percent the year before. Forty-seven percent the year before from three. He Damn. played at UCLA with Russell Westbrook, and this dude's been thrown around the league. He wants to go win. And plus, what's another? Didn't he, um, who uh, who else on our team that? Uh, well, Bobby and I were talking about Corey Joseph. Oh, that was a good idea. Corey Joseph shoots 32% from three. That's not terrible. That's not okay. awful, but that's not what we want. Yes. Yeah. Dennis, Schroeder, Dennis Schroeder was in that range. you know. And would you consider Dennis Schroeder a shooter? I no. was okay with him shooting, but I'm not calling him a shooter. TJ McConnell, 33% from three. But I feel like if we did sign TJ McConnell, even though I kind of like it because he's scrappy, I feel like we'd have Luke Ridnour 2.0 on this team. And I feel like <laughs> Thunder, Thunder had very, very, very – minimal with Luke Ridnour it was mm-hmm. it was still a little too much for us yeah, yeah no like I've really mentioned in the pod before I hate TJ McConnell um no <laughs> I, I I'm so out of TJ McConnell yeah so I yeah, think I, I think if Darren Collison we so say if we traded Schroeder and we got his money off the books and say we traded him to like I don't know like and we got we got like a wing shooter for like five million back, you know, and we have a little bit of money to spend for a backup point guard. I think Darren Collison would be a great guy that we could sign for about four and a half million. I think I really Ooh. like Darren Collison. I think he would be perfect, um, definitely as an off shooting guard because we love playing our point yeah. guards at the two spot, and you need a guy who can shoot really well, and he's that. You know, I, I have really- a spicy take. What about Rajon Rondo? Just throwing it out. No. Don't it out. No. We need a... Yes. <laughs> Dude, that's as cheap as you can get. <laughs> that was spicy. I can't tell if you're I, 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 I said spicy. I'm I said spicy. I meant the words. Are, are, you, are, you, are you trolling or, are you, or is that actually like a take of yours? No, that's a vet's minimum. Mute him. I, I, 
I am going to walk away from this. So you wouldn't I, take playoff Rondo? So we're looking for shooting, and we go for Rajon Rondo. Oh, I was just thinking How for solid backup point guards. I, I didn't know. say shooting point. I, I was I, obviously I'm not talking about shooting. If I mentioned Rajon Rondo, dude, dude we just talked about shooting? how Billy Donovan plays double and even triple point guard lineups. We saw plenty of triple point guard lineups. I'm just like having cold sweats thinking of Rajon Rondo next to Russell Westbrook. Oh, oh, oh that just dude, hurts. Dude, oh. Cameron line. Payne's a free agent. No, dude, dude, dude. <laughs> the locker room chemistry would be terrible. That is the worst take I've heard anyone put on a podcast in recorded media. Oh, that is the worst take. I would not spend a single penny on Rajon Rondo. Oh God! Well, I didn't say that was my number one option. Oh, I was just throwing it out there. I don't care. Under no circumstances, I wouldn't let him play for free. I wouldn't let him pay us to play on our team. Yeah, I completely agree with Bobby. Yeah, he's kind of a cancer. Yeah, yeah, throw him in the dump. Kind of? I mean, him and Westbrook, they'd kill each other. Oh, my God. What were you thinking? All right, calm down, Bobby. Okay. Calm down. Let's move on to to happy times. Let's talk about wings. We really do need a wing. I mentioned Wesley Matthews. How about I throw some other names out for y'all and see if y'all like them? How about Reggie Bullock? Uh, Oh, that's a good one. Jeff Green, Damari Carroll, Wilson Chandler. Any of those names really stand out to y'all? Wilson Chandler. I've been I've been stumbling yeah. on the Wilson Chandler trade four years. I'm all about him. I know he's kind of fallen off a little bit recently, but you know what? I, I'd be I cool think, with that. I think Chandler is a great wing. I'm all about that. Yeah, um, Wilson Chandler, his three-point is kind of dropped off in the season. You can definitely see how he's – it's it's really um, kind of going down, especially last season. Uh Whenever he went to L.A., he didn't get much, but he shot 32.5% there. And before that, he was a consistent thirty over 35% three-point shooter. I believe that we could kind of get that out of him. And kind of his ceiling on this team would be kind of what we viewed uh, Karan Butler as whenever we had him on our team. Yeah. Like, that would be very similar. I really what like Bullock. He was um, 34% in L.A. and 39% the year before. And I love Jeff Green. I talked about this since um, trade. Oh, Jeff Green, man. That would bring the feels. Mm-hmm. That, that I don't. I just don't know uh, what he thinks about OKC. I think we determined that he he holds us in high hopes, but I don't think that he would come back. I, I think Wesley Matthews is by far my number one, but I would love to see Jeff Green or Reggie Bullock over here. What I like about Reggie what Bullock. A, yeah, I like Reggie Bullock too. What about like a Wayne Ellington or like Gerald Green? Those are guys you could get for super cheap. Ooh, I I, I don't know if I like Gerald Green. Um, Wayne Ellington, I feel like. I feel like he's too one-dimensioned. I, I kind of stray away from players that can only do one thing and one thing only unless you're one of the best in the league at it. And yeah. I'm, I'm not high on Wayne Ellington. What do you think about that, Bobby? I'm not super big on Wayne Ellington either. Um, he's always we're been... We were big on him earlier in the season. Tell you uh, that. We were very desperate. We were, de- we were desperate. We, we were thrilled when we got Markeith Morris, for God's sake. I mean, it was it was different times. Um Honestly, I, I think that there's so many good options out there that Wayne Ellington, I think, would be a bit of a disappointment. But I don't know. What do you, what, how about this? What do you guys think about like potentially like Rudy Gay? I know we're. I, I guess He's not going to leave San Antonio for Oklahoma City. Ru, Rudy Gay's back in there. I, I don't know. Yeah, I, I think it probably would be too much money. A too much money situation. Oh I yeah. I don't really know what the. I really don't know what that situation was. I just saw him yeah. pop up in there, and I was like, hey, I, I don't know. For what he did last year coming off of his Achilles injury, 
Um, I think it was Achilles, right? Yeah. Um, yes. He'll probably get another $10 million again, kind of what he got um, last year, because he performed and played well with it. And But we would save money if we did sign Rudy Gay, because we do, must um, always remember, we did make a locker for him as a free agency pitch. <laughs> so we would not have to build another locker for him. So Clay Bennett might get behind that. Yeah, that's um, true. Well, if Kawhi, if Kawhi bounces from Toronto, Danny Green might leave. Danny Green is That'd definitely be nice. Danny Green is definitely a big time option. Um, yeah. And I, I came across another point guard that I really, really love and I would love to get. I want Alex Caruso. No. We bring out, are you trying to say uh, bring back our guy, Alex Caruso, former yes. OKC Blue Alex yes. Caruso? Yes. Yeah. I, hey, you know what? Yeah? What? I think he'd be an interesting backup. I um, That scrub? I don't know if he's I a scrub, though. I've seen him play pretty well before. I, I think he might not be a bad second option, and if you can get him super cheap, maybe even like a third point guard, take the yeah, Raymond Felton spot. Yeah, I mean, I'd be comp- all for the third point guard spot. I, I've, I, I think that he's a guy that if he was able to spread his wing to a backup point guard role would, be really, would do really well. That's yeah. just me, though. Alex Caruso had his uh, probably his best moment, or probably best moment as a his best team moment ever on Chesapeake Arena's uh, court. Uh, he was a member of that Texas A and M team that came back at the very end, and they scored something like thirteen points in like a minute and a half. That was unreal. I was there. It was crazy. I was at that game, and I left at halftime. Name <laughs> this man. I, man. I, I, w- I really wanted a Philly cheesesteak. We were we were really hungry. And uh, we were kind of bored and tired. We watched the OU game before, and uh, we left. That, that's a big shame. Okay, so so we've we've gone after wings. We've gone after point guards. Center is a position that we're going to have to fill, even if we keep um, Stephen Adams, because Nerland's Noel, even though he has not opted out of his um, player option so far, we assume that he will yeah. by Saturday. Saturday is the deadline. I, I have no doubt that he will. It just makes too much sense that he had one of the best PERs on the team and there's teams like Lakers that are definitely willing to give them more than three million or two and a half million or whatever. I think it was two and a half million that's on this um, last end of the deal. So centers. It, so say if we did trade Stephen Adams, we're looking for two guys that would start. Oh, I start! Think, I, I was about to say Jamichael so, Green for maybe a backup. I, I, I do. I like love, role, but yeah, yeah, but for he's, starters, oh, shit. He's know. he's on my list. So we can we can do backups first. I love Jamichael Green. How about like an Ekpe Udo, who's a Edmund Ooh. Santa Fe guy? I feel like his name's been thrown around in the trade machine a couple of times whenever we've been trying to get things from Utah. I think he would happily come back here. He still does charity work here. He, I feel like I just heard him on the radio the other day. He came on. He has um, an he has like an aquaponics greenhouse here. Yes, yes, he does. That's what it is. Yeah, I miss Enos. Bring and back Cantor. I love him. You, I love I'm him so much. So <laughs> glad you said that. And I was just about to say, to all Thunder fans wanting Enos Cantor, do not be tricked yeah, by his I playoff know. performance. I know. This dude, <laughs> this dude looked good because our crappy play style and not trying to find his slow feet. And he did really well because he was in a position where he couldn't get benched because they had no choice. I, I, it's stupid. We're not we're not signing him. He's gonna get too much money anyways. I'd only give him like a veteran's minimum to come and play ten minutes a game. Yeah. Dwight Powell would be interesting. Now, I see. I think he opted out of his um, 
option, player option in Dallas in hopes to getting a long-term bigger money deal. I feel like, I feel like yeah. he's a little I, – I feel like for our center position, this is kind of my thing with centers. I think we need to get veterans on low money because the center is a valuable position, but a position that you do not need to be trading, I mean, um, signing much money towards, especially or else you'll get in this hole like we are right now. With twenty five uh, million towards Steven. so I think I think Udo is really kind of the guy I'm stuck on. I would love Jermichael Green, uh, Jermichael Green as well. Oh uh, yeah, Aaron Baines. <laughs> yeah, if, if, if we could get a hold of Aaron Baines, okay. if Phoenix if Phoenix cuts him, I love Aaron Baines. Aaron Baines would be perfect. Yeah. I'd go crazy for Aaron Baines. We got an old Chiek Diallo uh, on the. I exactly. I was just I just wanted to see what you have to say about that. Okay. What about so, Demarcus Cousins? Okay, so no. I'm yeah, just saying so, for I was gonna say because he might have another like you know prove it year. Yeah, first you get him on a low low deal. Yeah, he yeah. could say, hey, you're coming in as a starter, and you're not gonna do what happened to you in Golden State. They kept playing two other center. They put Andrew Bogan in front of you sometimes. That's disrespectful. You come here, we give you 32 minutes, and this is assuming Adam's gone. He he well, might yeah. be interested to get sign a one year deal for like you know like eight ten million. That Maybe. yeah no I I think that'd be a very interesting type of deal uh, honestly because I agree you can actually give him minutes of war I don't think he's there's uh, any chance he goes back to Golden State but honestly I feel like with Cousins there's going to be another team that's going to sign him probably for a lot more. Um, I've heard Washington's really really interested in him. Yeah. And uh, while we're on the subject of uh, other other trade guys, or uh, not trade guys, but free agents, um, let's let's kind of pivot this over to a more of a general uh, more free centers, agent more thing. centers, Bobby. Yeah. We got to go over more centers. Okay, first. sorry, we're, we're, I'm just looking at the runtime. We're already at like forty. You're jumping okay, the gun, we're, Bobby. We're great. We're great. We got we are just one last thing. More centers. Okay. I just want to throw okay. this out of y'all. If we did Dwayne Dedman. I would love Dwayne Dedman. I just think he's going to be a little too much money for a cheap center. He's kind of old, too. Yes, but he's shooting 38% from three. Every, yeah. every team wants that in the league. For like a cheap that. center, for a guy that not as many people are going crazy about, DeAndre Jordan's getting, going to get paid a little more than we want. Even though I said that DeAndre Jordan would be a good replacement. How about Robin Lopez? No, oh, not oh, Sideshow Bob. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I think oh, I found our match. We trade Steven Adams. We trade Robin Lopez for cheap. Robin Lopez says, hey, I would like more money, but I don't get any kind of TV time whenever I was in Chicago to get me a good deal. Nobody thinks I'd do anything anymore. They've forgotten about me. Come to OKC, start for them, do a one-year or one-plus-one like Nerlens did, off into the distance. Remember when he tried to kill Jeremy Grant this year? Oh, you throw that under the bridge. It's all no, fight. It's that's all good right. competition. That, that, yeah, that, that, that all happens. It's not like a major thing, like a Beverly Westbrook ordeal. So. Sideshow Bob, dude. It's scary. Trade Steven Adams for Bogdan and Bielitsa. Sign Robin Lopez. Sign Wesley Matthews. Oh, boy, we're running. Sounds good to me. I think that's a pretty good squad right Sign there. Darren Collison, too. I, I, I'll, I'll take his brother. I'll, I'll take Robin, Brooke Lopez, not Robin. Exactly. Jameson, Robin, Robin's a girl name anyway. <sighs> Jameson, you're forming like a uh, like a Lakers fan uh, Photoshop list here, but just for like random BC type players. Yes, no, and that's it's it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm telling you, it's really going to be fun for sure, uh, for sure. Uh, but Darren Collison over Wesley Matthews is my dream scenario. I'm just putting that out there. 
Darren Collison, Bogdan, Bielitsa, Robin Lopez. Book it. All right, let's go on to league-wide predictions. Let's do it. All right, so starting off, we're going to go with probably the most prized free agent, I would say, right now. Um, I'm going to go with, I think it's Kawhi Leonard. So um, who do we think Kawhi's going to? We're, we're just all going to go around, make our prediction. Okay. Um, I'll go first. Uh, I know this is kind of a crazy take, or, or it's not as crazy as it used to be. Um, I think he's probably going to go back to Toronto, probably on a shorter deal. Um, and then explore his options at a later date. But I think it's Toronto this year. Um, I, I agree with you. I think he's going to go back to Toronto. I think there's, there's just too much to walk away from after winning the title and, and proving that this is a winning roster and that this is a organization that can build a championship team around you. Um, there's too much to walk away from, but I do disagree on a shorter deal. I think it's going to be a five-year max because he just sat. He played nine games last year. He needs yeah. that max. Like there's just there's no there's no use for him to sign a one one because what if he got injured again? Then he's That's screwed. A good point. You know, good. like so. I think I think he's signing a five-year max. I think he's going to get that money. He's going to stay with a team that has proven to uh, build a championship-caliber team around him. Yeah. Kawhi's a smart guy, and I feel like the kind of the narrative around him was, oh, he just wants to play basketball and doesn't want to have to deal with any of the other crap. But whenever the board man gets paid thing came out, I'm like, this dude wants to get paid, and you get the most money in Toronto. You can live in L.A. in the offseason. It doesn't matter where you're playing your ball. You get a house in the offseason. That's whenever you're actually doing stuff. How much are you at home whenever you're playing for the Clippers during the, during the NBA season? It is this is a grueling job where you take a lot of man hours away from home. It does not matter what team you play for at all. Toronto has veterans around him. They have youth still on rookie deals. They have no one really going into free agency that they have to worry about except for him. And they'll fit Mark right. Gasol just picked up the option too. Yep. I, I, I think Kawhi Leonard stays. I think he takes – um, a long-term deal, and I think we roll off into the sunset. So I think we're all on the Raptors yeah. train. Next yep. one up. The but, sec- wait, well, hold on. If but if if lifestyle does matter to him, then I think he's going to go to L.A. Yeah, I mean, because you already have two championships, you have two Finals MVPs. I mean, like, what else do you have to prove? You know. Well, well, so for like, I mean, I think he's going to stay in Toronto. But I mean, if lifestyle matters a lot to him. I think Clippers is a very, very good option for him that well, he will Ford, seriously consider. What you're overlooking for, though, is the fact that that uh, guy gave him a really big plant, and uh, that that, <laughs> that's going to, that's going to improve his lifestyle. That that coactus. So yeah, um, uh, but it's like it's like like I said, he's he can live where he wants to in the off season. You're not going to have much time to have a lifestyle anywhere you go. It's pretty much just a place to sleep and then get your work done. You know, and he, he has a strong work ethic. It is the allure of L.A., though. Yeah, but let's not act like Toronto is some sort of, like, podunk little town. It's it's a le- legit metropolis on its own. Oh, Reason, yeah. But definitely, like, a major city, uh, without a doubt. So Yeah. Se- yeah. Second biggest free agent moving on of prediction. Uh, I'm not sure where T.J. McConnell's going to go, Bobby. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but I, I was thinking Philly is really – okay, no. Kevin Durant, okay. definitely number two. Um, Caesar's odds came out and Brooklyn shot up to like 
the favorite to sign him, like odds on favorite, and then Knicks had failed at like plus five hundred. I think that it's something. No, someone knows something here that he's going with Kyrie to Brooklyn. I, you know what, I kind of agree with you. Um, speak. Let's 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 turn this back to uh, Game of Thrones for a second. Out of nowhere, uh, before that season started, Bran Stark was randomly number one to win the uh, throne. Well, spoiler alert, he did win it. Uh, I don't know. I think Vegas knows something here. I've, I've been calling Durant to the Nets for a while. I think it's a, a way more natural basketball fit, less pressure than than being than with a, a Nets fan base and the Knicks fan base. So you really get the best of both worlds. Um, really, the only appeal the, the Knicks have is the Garden, and I don't think that's nearly enough to play in a worse situation with a worse team. So, yeah, Durant to the Nets. I disagree with you. With both, although the Nets are, I believe, a very, very good option that if I was him, I'd consider greatly. But I think him and Kyrie both end up in the Knicks. And I think the Garden, I think that is kind of the Trump card and all that. And it's 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 just the stage of the Garden in New York that's extremely alluring. But let's not – I mean, the ownership is obviously trash in New York, and that's a big problem. But let's not overlook that the coaching staff with David Fitzdale – I mean, David Fistel is a very solid coach. Kevin Knox is a good player. Mitchell Robinson's a good player. These guys are both rookies this season. I mean, Mitchell Robinson made second team all rookie. You got Dennis Smith Jr. as your point guard. I mean, I think I mean well, he'd be backup, you know, with Kyrie. But that's a solid young core, and you have R.J. Barrett. I mean, I think I, I and I. I think I think Kyrie right now wants to go to, to Brooklyn. I think Kevin Durant wants the Knicks. I think ultimately he's going to allure Kyrie Irving to the Knicks. And, I mean, Brooklyn, Brooklyn's not going to sign Kyrie just by himself. Because the solo act, we've already seen Kyrie Irving in Boston. He threw a wrench in that locker room and the whole thing blew up. Um, so I, they're not interested in that. And I think I think when Kevin Durant wants, it makes it known that he wants to go to the Knicks. I mean, it's not like the Knicks are going to turn down Kyrie Irving too, you know. When was the last time the Garden Allure got a free a big time free agent? Amari Stoudemire? Yes. Who knows? So it yeah. was Amari Stoudemire. Let's. Why are we acting like that? Carmel Anthony in 2012. It was a trade. Well, he demanded to go to New York. He yeah. wanted to go to the Garden. Yeah. Speaking of which, talk about a stupid trade on the next end. Just wait a couple months. Yeah. Keep your core. I, that's beside the point. I'm just saying that it's not exactly like free agents just flock to the garden and and like that the only reason to go to this place despite the fact that the organization is a dumpster fire it's because of an old building which i look i love the garden i think it's a cool venue i think it's a great spot but you can play there two times a year if you're on the nets you get that spotlight you get new york you know uh, it's that's not every night though man like there's just nothing like that want to be do you let me put it this way if you if you're vacationing there are some places you don't want to be there every night i don't think i'd want to live in cabo and go out every night or i don't yeah. i would want to live in new orleans on bourbon street and go out every night well you know, i it, think i think the main issue though for durant is that it's widely known that both of his titles have an asterisk by it and i think the I mean, obviously, you know, your championships are championships and no one's ever going to take that away from you. But the the kind of the aura of signing with the New York Knicks and after all the turmoil and the pain that that franchise has gone through and bringing them to a championship 
that would cancel out and trump those asterisks by far. I think, and I think winning with New York is just kind of this, you know, this mystic dream that would really that that has that Durant's fantasizing about about bringing New York a championship and just kind of trumping over all the haters and all the people that said that he can't do it without, you know, a super team in Golden State and everything like that. And I, I think, I mean, because we, we know how sensitive Durant is. And I think that is a, a legitimate thought in his brain. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, I think kind of what it boils down to is who's going to be the guy that's going to make the decision. Is it KD saying, I let's go to New York, um, come with me, Kyrie? Or Kyrie's like, nah, I'm going to Brooklyn. You can come if you want. And I think that KD's too scared to go off to himself by himself to New York, and he's going to follow Kyrie. So moving on for that, we've already talked about Kyrie, KD. Yep. Um, next biggest one uh, is Clay Thompson. I feel like next. this is kind of simple, and we don't have to talk much about it. Yeah. Clay's going to get the max. They said they released that. If they somehow don't give him the max, he'll meet with other teams. He's getting the max. Move on. Yeah, exactly. No way yeah, he's we, leaving next. Yeah, there, yeah. There, there's, there's no way he's leaving. The, the whole reason he put that out was to be like, hey, Warriors, don't fool around here. Just give us max. Mm-hmm. He's getting the max. Moving on. Kyrie Irving. Uh, obviously. We just we, talked we, about Kyrie. We, we, we did. Y'all, y'all tilted your cards a bit. Um, but let's just like just get official notes just for the record. Um, I think it's Brooklyn. Yeah, um, Brooklyn. Ford, you got New York. Hold on, say, right? say, hold on, say okay. it one more. Uh, oh yeah, oh Kyrie Irving. Yeah, New York. Okay. Okay. So, all right. Ford, Ford rolling in big with the Knicks. Uh, this one's way more, uh, probably one of the more interesting ones. Uh, Jimmy Butler, uh, obviously looking at a, a bevy of options. Uh, Brooklyn, Houston, the Clippers, Lakers, Knicks, Sixers, basically anyone under the sun. Um, but really, uh, Jamison, I'll let you take this one away. Who do you uh, see Jimmy Butler playing with next year? Uh, I think that the whole Houston Rockets trade thing's a little much. It, they would have to do a sign-in trade. And if you do a sign-in trade, therefore hard caps you to where you can't go over like the little, and go into the luxury tax or whatever. You know, You have a certain apron that you have to stay within. And it pretty much it makes it where they have to sign seven to eight rest of their players after trading like Capella uh gordon and tucker to get him they have to sign like seven to eight veterans minimums players and that's just a little bit ridiculous i think he stays in philly the mark Wahlberg video where he shot with his uh, mark Wahlberg's daughter that was enough just to say oh man he likes it up in the northeast um there it is boom sign seal delivered yeah, yeah I, oh, oh you, you go, go ahead for it you, you go for it for it Okay. Um, I agree with you 100%. I think he signs a five-year max in Philly. I think the Rockets fit is a terrible fit. Like, it is awful. Tell me, like, wouldn't you love to see it, though? I would love to I see would, them try to pull I, that oh, off. Yeah, that. How, how, the dumpster fire. Oh, it'd be awesome. I mean, that, that kind of cancels out one team that we have to fight against for and to win the West. But I think he signs a five-year max in Philly. Um, I think that's just a situation that once again you can't really walk away from, and I don't think he thinks of you know the young core of Philly exactly like he did with the young core in Minnesota, how immature they were, and everything like that, and just kind of wanting a bag. Um, but if he doesn't sign with Philly, I see. Um, well, obviously the Nets aren't going to sign you know Kyrie Irving by himself, but 
I think the Nets would be an option if they uh, if they if they get spurned by Kyrie, then they sign D'Lo and Jimmy Butler. Uh, if Kyrie decides to stay, but Kevin Durant doesn't, it'd be Kyrie and Jimmy Butler. Um, I could see I could see the Lakers gutting their roster and like for a desperate you know super team of three guys, and Jimmy Butler signs on, but then they they have scrubs, you know on their bench and G league guys, which, which probably won't happen because the Lakers should be smarter than that to get a, th- a super team with three guys. But I'm just saying that's probably the third option. Maybe. I don't know. I, you know, and we, we talked y- y'all talked about the Rockets thing enough. Did y'all see Daryl Morey at, uh, at the NBA awards? I know nobody wa- really watched it because you know, it's the NBA awards. The guy looks pretty rough. Yeah. I think this season is really kind of, kind of took him took the rockets and him into dark places i kind of think jimmy butler comes back to his hometown i hate to be the hometown guy of like oh he wants to go here because of his hometown but there's interest here i think butler goes back to houston or goes to houston he's from tomball just uh just inside one of the forty thousand belt loops it feels like of houston um but i think i think they execute that sign and trade and it's a terrible idea uh because i, I think to see it Chemistry wise, it'll be a disaster. And uh, I'm just saying the big winner in that trade would be State Farm because of all the damage done to all of Chris Paul's stuff. (laughs) I don't think I could tell you how frustrated Jimmy Butler would be with James Harden's play. Oh, God, it'd drive him nuts. That would just, just the whole, like I said, of them trying to figure out their roster after that. It's going to be a bunch of Daniel Houses and uh, James Innes's again. And it's going to just be hilarious. Uh, yeah, for sure. All right, moving on. Uh, this one I think is really interesting. Tobias Harris. Uh, this really, I, I, I'm getting. I really don't have a very good read for this. Um, There's almost he, been no talk of him. Yeah, but there, there should be because he's a fantastic player, and I think he's probably going. Oh, to yeah. be, I think he's going to be the free agent steal of this class. Honestly, um, I'm going to go. You know, I, I have a weird feeling about this. I think he's going to go to the New York Knicks. Um, I this is I think all very dependent on what happens with Jimmy Butler, but I see the Knicks flunking out on almost everyone and having to back up the Brinks truck to Tobias Harris. Uh, so they do that and also add uh, Boban in as a little prize. So, well, the Knicks you, have openly said that if they don't score on a list guys, they're just going to build to the draft and not sign anyone else. Like they wouldn't sign Tobias Harris if they don't if they strike out on A listers. It actually just came out while we've been potting that they kind of want to sign big time one year deals, kind of what Lakers did beforehand the past um, two years, kind of like what they did with KCP. Demarcus Cousins was the name that Mark Stein put out, signed him to a one big year of like twenty million to entice him to come back cheaper for the following year when they bring in more free agents with them. Um, I just don't think Tobias Harris is the type of guy that wants to take a one big year deal. I think he wants to get multiple years. Like I like yeah. you said, Ford. I don't think Knicks are going to give out multiple years. I I think like a team like Dallas um, would give him a lot of money because I think Dallas is really hooked on to trying to get a bunch of different guys in free agency. They want to make a big splash. That's why their name has been in so many different teams' hats. Um, and I don't if they can't get Kimball Walker, I could definitely see them putting a shooter next to KP and um, Doncic. Yeah. I could see the Pacers going after him. They've got room, but they did just get TJ mm-hmm. Warren, so I don't know how much money they'd have after taking on the fourteen million. Well, his deal isn't that. Oh, it's fourteen mil. I think so. 
Maybe. Oh no. man, I think an in, I think an interesting option that won't happen would be the Utah Jazz. Yeah, yeah, it's not gonna happen. It'd be. It'd be it's, I think it's a solid basketball fit, but probably too expensive for the Jazz, and Tobias probably doesn't want to go to Utah. So yeah, it's twelve twelve million Ford might be. Yeah, that's still so, bad. So what's our yeah. what's our final word on Tobias Harris here? I'm going with just random team, yeah. and I'm picking Dallas. I, I don't yeah. think it's going to be um, re-signing with Philly. Even I think the odds-on favorite is re-sign with Philly. I, I just think... Um, well, you can't do that with Jimmy. Yeah, I think there's a way where you can sign both of them. To so both I, maxes? I, you're not, he's not going to get a max there, is what I'm trying to say. He I can't, he's going to get pretty close. With, yeah, I know. I, I I think he's going elsewhere. I there's not enough money in Philly yeah. to get to make him stay in a place. So usually when people stay, they're either thinking they can move on and win a championship or they can get their extra bird right money. And with Jimmy signing there, I don't think that they will have mm-hmm. enough money to satisfy Tobias's needs. Ford yeah. final word. Um I mean, yeah. It's it's not going to be Philly. It'll be a random, you know, lower playoff contending team. I mean, I honestly, I really hadn't thought about it that much. I mean, I think Indiana's a good guess. Um, maybe Miami. It might just be someone who can just offer him the most money. You know, yeah, that's a playoff I think, contender. I think Clippers could be a fun option as well. That would be go back funny. to the Clippers. Yeah, they have interest. Yeah. They have interest. Anyways, yeah. moving on. I, I think Kimba is probably our next one here, even though it doesn't yeah. come on our list. Yeah, I think yeah. that's. I, I think we can go Kimba and Al Horford and cut the list there, or maybe D'Angelo Russell too. But Kimba, I, I, I'm, I'm thinking the stealth mode, uh, Boston scenario is going to happen. No, no way. I'm also in on Boston. I kind of think that. The Celtics are about to lose big on this free agency, but you know what? If they get a guy like Kimball Walker, who has a lot of really good history in the, uh, you know, in the Northeast, in the New England area, I think that would be a good, honestly, a good move for both parties. I think Kimball Walker is going to stay with Charlotte. I think he's going to take, uh, well, he's not, I don't think he's going to take the max. I think he's going to oh, take a man. four or five. I think, I think he's going to take a four or five year for a little bit less of money. So Charlotte can sign some guys to build around. I mean, he's openly stated that, that he wants to be in Charlotte and that he's willing to take lower than the max to help build around him. Cause they have so, all those just, just atrocious contracts of mm. Cody Zeller and Nick Batum and Marvin Williams. Um, I could see Charlotte, you know, trading for a Kevin Love or a, I've even seen Andrew Wiggins. I mean, um, hell, maybe Bradley Beal. I mean, I know Washington said that they really don't want to trade Bradley Beal, but you never know. Um, but I think I think his, in his heart he really wants to stay in Charlotte, and I think he will. I think if I'm Charlotte, though, I think probably the best move is to not re-sign him and to tank and rebuild to the draft. But they would re-sign him. Um, they have to I, because it would look so yeah. bad if you didn't. Um, oh, yeah. Think, they, think, they got to. I think Kimba's just going to get too enticed with the possible um, of a good center next to Jayla Brown, Jason Tatum, him. He's going to be a perfect Kyrie replacement who's not kooky in the head and will be what the Celtics thought they could be, um, what they have with Kyrie. That's the, that's the pitch. Everyone, what Everyone's thoughts on Boston beforehand, um, whenever they just got Kyrie, thinking, oh, the sky's the limit. Uh, Kimba there is the new person that takes it over. 
Um, I guess we can let's just quick fire through the rest of these. There's a couple yeah. of really cool ones. We don't have to go into too much. Um, we could say Al Horford. I think Al Horford's going to go to um, ah, that. This one's tough. It it really depends where the dominoes fall. I think he would go to um, Dallas if I've uh, heard that. If uh, Tobias doesn't go out there, but if not, maybe uh, there's this mystery four year, one hundred and twelve million dollar offer on the table from one of these teams. So I don't know who that is. Um, I big old question mark for me, Al Horford. That sounds like a big Dallas sort of thing. Uh, honestly, um, I agree. I think I think if it's not Tobias, I think it's Dallas. I'm gonna say San Antonio Spurs. Oh wow. Okay. Wow. <laughs> okay. Whoa. What? <laughs> All right. Let's let's put a pin on that one. Uh, D'Angelo <laughs> Russell. Uh, Marcus Aldridge. I've heard he's leaving. Oh, that would that would be crazy. I've I've heard anything of that. That would be stunning. Fan sided for yeah. No, no, oh. that was no. I know that's it. Hey, bitch. No, I no. I've heard Lamarcus Aldridge might want to leave. I mean, I haven't heard any specific teams that he's looking for. I mean, obviously there is the Portland reunion that's possible. I have heard that, um, and that and that was that was a wo but that was a while ago. That was like a mid mid season. Uh, I think Woj was saying that Marcus Aldridge did have interest in having a Portland reunion. Um, I mean, I don't know. I mean, but I I have heard a couple reports over the last couple of months that he's thought about leaving. So, but if he bounces, that Al Horford would be a great fit. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he's yeah. definitely a guy that you kind of got to throw a wild card out there. I would love to have him, but if there is a four-year, one hundred twenty million, one hundred twelve million dollar offer on the table, it just doesn't seem logical that the Thunder would therefore. Well, yeah. Who the hell would sign a 33, 34-year-old Horford to a four-year, $112 million deal? Maybe, the, the Dallas oh, my Mavericks. God. Yeah. See, see the, the argument beforehand, I know we're going along on this, but is like some people thought it was the Pelicans, and that would work so good next to Zion. He'd be such a good mentor for him. But then Mark Stein came out and said it's not the Pelicans, which I was like, I was kind of excited. Well, they also I, have Jahil really Okafor cool. and Jackson Hayes. Oh, Jahil Okafor! Everyone, move over. Get no <laughs> well, still, like, I mean, dude, they, they, yeah, they picked up See, his option, which is like six mil or something like that. Yeah. Seasoned veteran Jahil yeah. Okafor. Uh, quick, quick question before we move on. Just, this is just a simple yes no. Uh, does Kristaps Porzingis sign uh, his yes. max this off season? Yes, he does. Yes, yes. I'm gonna go no, and it's gonna make zero sense. Okay. That's you think good. he leaves Dallas? I I think I think he tries to wait it out and figure it out next year. I also Without don't think playing that, a game. I also don't think that's a good idea. We wouldn't be leaving Dallas though. He's he has another he's year. More year. He he did his uh qualifying offer to where now he's an unrestricted free agent for the next summer, but he can choose to extend into a max this offseason. Yes. So Okay, yeah, he, no, he'll take the max. He'll take the max this year. I think, I think he, he likes might. being with Luca. He likes Mark Cuban. He likes to play. I mean, it'll, it'll all work out. I it's think he's stu- it's the max. stupid not to because he's coming off a big time injury. And if you're getting a max offer right now, which it came out today that he is going to get that, it's stupid not to take it now. And what, why yeah. wait? Whenever you already got it on the table, you don't know how you're going to play. I just um, think he doesn't come move. All right, okay. D'Angelo Russell. D'Angelo Russell. Uh, well, I think he go ba- goes back to Brooklyn because I think Kyrie's going to go to the Nets. But I mean, uh, the Knicks. But if not, I'm gonna say Phoenix. Minnesota for me. Um, Lakers. 
Okay. Oh, um, oh awful move. Okay, and going going <laughs> off that, uh, I I think uh, Brogdon will go to uh, Phoenix for their point guard role. I like that. Really? Yeah, I think I think they want a young point guard as their new kind of. They've been looking for a young point guard forever. I feel like. Well, yeah, but you think he leaves idea. Milwaukee, who yeah. could very well win yes. the title next year because yeah, money, because he gets paid. I. He's just, he got. He was a second round pick. Like he. He worked his ass up to get up to this point where he can get paid. I think I think they'd give him like somewhere in the twenties. I'm telling you, I think Brogdon would get paid in Phoenix. What about Vucevic? Wait, I didn't say my piece on Brogdon. Oh, okay, yeah, that's right. Give me the Bulls. I think I think uh, oh. uh, Gar Foreman and Gar Foreman and John Paxton are gonna give him way too much money as is tradition. What? Uh, yeah. Why? That's... They just got Kobe White and they got Zach Levine and Chris Dunn too. Because they're gar packs. That's what they okay. do. That makes they, sense. That is mm-hmm. that is enough of an argument for me. <laughs> exactly. They did sign Jabari Parker to like a two-year, seventy million dollar deal. <laughs> they, they make zero sense. Um, for for who you, who who did you have on Brogdon? Oh, I think he stays in Milwaukee. Okay. okay cool. So Vucevic. Oh. I think Vucevic stays in Orlando. I do too, and they're going to pay him way too much money. I oh agree. yeah. Oh yeah. I've, I'm surprised you all didn't pick Dallas because every single uh, big man that's come up, you're like, oh, the Mavericks. Yeah, They're- but one thing to look for Vucevic before we forget about it, if he signs with the Kings, the whole Steven Adams trade to the Kings will be gone. So cheer yeah. for him to sign back with Orlando. Yes, especially if you really like Bogdan Bogdanovich. Like all right, <laughs> exactly. Uh, DeMarcus Cousins. One year with the Knicks. Oh. New York Knicks, I agree. I'm going to say Washington. Washington Wizards. Uh, him and John Wall, that'd be interesting. And Bradley Beal. Well, I mean, they didn't all play together. They just... Well, I, I, was, I was talking oh, about... Oh, the oh, Kentucky, the Kentucky connection. connection. Yeah. yeah. We're kind of getting into uh, the muddy territory, but uh, Nikola Mirotic. I don't know. Oh, uh, that's just any any <laughs> playoff contender. Like... I mean, <laughs> I, I was yeah. gonna say Dallas. I don't know. Who, who knows? I I don't know with Nikola Mirotic. I think just guys. I could see who, Houston. I, I, if they have the money, if if who knows what their off season thing is. Nikola yeah. is gonna be a guy. I feel like that's gonna take a lot a long time, and it's gonna wait through free agency, and then he's gonna kind of pick a team right at the end. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So I think I think we're kind of pretty much done here. Uh, I don't. I, I don't think there's a lot left to uh, discuss. We kind of are in the, we're in the scraps. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, all right. Any any other predictions uh, before we leave? Any weird things you see going on? Um, I don't know. What do you? What do you? What's your guys? I guess one final prediction for free agency as a whole. What do you think we'll see? Bogdan Bogdanovich. <laughs> Uh, Bobin, Bobin signs a max contract. Oh God. Yeah. Well, with Fenerbahce. Fenerbahce Oker. Oh my gosh, that's great. Maybe it's Oker comes back in the league. Oh man, that's a that's a spread big man that we could look at. (laughs) Shoot the ball really well. If we could get Mehmet Oker from like play back, let's from the suburbs of Salt Lake City. <laughs> let's let's also all be very thankful that Mehmet Kerr is not playing in 2019, or else we would hear just countless 
annoying Cardi B sounds when when re- when uh, referring to him. That 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 joke right there is how we end our podcast. Uh, that's Everyone, not even... get, get a round of applause for Bobby. Yeah. That's not a joke. That's not a joke. I'm just being honest. That's a legit observation. I'm glad we don't we do not have that because we definitely would, and it would be terrible. We already did right now, Bobby. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Well, no, we didn't because I didn't do the noise because okay, I was that, never going to do that's the noise. That's fair. That's fair. Get out of here. Yeah, well, whatever. Anyway, so let's wrap this one up. Guys, thank you so much for listening. It's always a great time uh, talking with you and um, well, not specific. I'm just going to cut this. F- this. F- Subscribe um, to us nice. on anywhere that you can get your podcast. Rate us five stars because we are five star men. Ford was a three star man today. I enjoyed talking to all of you, <laughs> and um, it was a really good time. Uh, free agency starts Sunday, not at midnight anymore. We're starting off at 6 o'clock, I believe, and uh, get ready to have your Woj bombs ready on your phone. All right. <laughs> I don't know if I should just keep that intro or not. I don't know. And hello. Welcome to the Scooter Pod. <laughs> yeah, I was going, and I was waiting for you to come. Oh, wait, wait. We're not starting? Wait. <laughs> Well, how how else would you guys in- introduce the podcast? I don't know. Just hello and welcome to the Skinner Pod. I am your host, Bobby Howard. Here with me today is Jameson Maxwell, co-host of the Schooner Blog. I feel attacked. Here. Up, guys. <laughs> Isn't that the exact thing that you say? It's. it's I've I mean, been on. I've been on hundreds of podcasts with you. I, I, no, I mean you're right. Anyways, um, let's wrap this thing up for real. Thank you guys so much for listening. Um, always hit us up with that five-star rating. We are five-star men. Uh, nothing yeah. more, nothing less. No, yes, nothing more, nothing less. Uh, unless you chew uh, non-Sonic Ice, and then you are a scrub. You are very much. You are a one-star man, and uh, I'll take four-star man after that. I'm not a four-star man. Like like Jameson said, you're a three-star man. Well, Anyways. I guess I did just say nothing more, nothing less. So uh, I kind of have to protest for a five-star. Sure, well. But anyways, uh, hit us up with those reviews. Also, if you're an OU football fan, which I assume most of you are, uh, follow us at the Schooner Pod. Uh, we got a lot of great con- content coming your way. And you can listen to me, Jameson, and uh, our, our uh, buddy Ty on there. So we're about to have a lot of cool stuff coming your way for football season. Get hype. We're almost there. Something like 66 days away. Big so, Crute and Cormer coming up around 4th of July time, so get ready. For sure. Uh, already, a little brief shouts to uh, Brock Vandegrift. So, yeah, so uh, for me, Jameson, and uh, Ford, thank you so much for listening, and uh, we'll see you after uh, after all the madness. So, thunder up. See ya. We got a lot of good content in that. Break <laughs>
drop top And if I hit the switch, I can make the ass drop Had to stop at a red light Looking in my mirror, not a jacker in sight And everything is alright I got a beat from Kim And she can fuck all night Called up the homies and I'm asking y'all Which part are y'all playing basketball? Get me on the court and I'm troubled Last week, all around and got a triple-double Freaking things every way like MJ I can't believe today was a good day Drove to the pad and hit the showers Didn't even get no static from the cowards Cause just yesterday, them booze tried to blast me Saw the police and they rolled right past me No flexing, didn't even look in a different direction As I ran the intersection Went to show dog's house They was watching you on TV raps What's the haps on the cracks? Shake em up, shake em up, shake em up, shake em Roll em in a circle, let us in And watch me break em with the 7 7-Eleven, 7-Eleven, 7 even back door Little Joe, I picked up the cash flow and I'm yelling domino, plus nobody I know got killed in South Central LA. Today was a good day. Left my chicken house paid. Picked up a girl, been trying to throw since the 12th grade. It's ironic. I had the boo, she had the you know, the Lakers beat the soup thunder. I felt on the big fat finesse, pulled out the jammy, and ugly shanny. And my dick runs deep, so deep, so deep, put her tire asleep. Woke her up around one, she didn't hesitate to call Ice Cube the top gun. Drove her to the pad, and I'm coasting. Took another sip of the potion, hit the three wheel motion. I was glad everything had worked out. And then chirped out Today was like one of those fly dreams Didn't even see a berry flashing those high beams No helicopter looking for a murder Two in the morning got the fat burger Even saw the lights of the Goodyear blimp And it ran ice cubes up pimp Drunk as hell, boy, no throwing up Halfway home and my page is still blowing up Today I didn't even have to use my AK I gotta say it was a good day Stop this shit. What the fuck I'm thinking about?